Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want to take my lessons from two familiar scriptures. The first one is James chapter 1. You know, it's a month of covenant joy. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. From verse 1. James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Let me take the next verse. Because when he says that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, it means that you will lack nothing. But if you lack what's in the next verse, then you cannot attain to the level of lacking nothing. So the next verse says, but, and what does that tell you? It's a continuation of the last statement. But, if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach and to be given to him hallelujah take your neighbor you know there is a level there is a state you can get to in life where you will be lacking nothing it doesn't mean that you will be a billionaire it only says you will lack nothing. Billionaires do have lack. Which money can no buy? It doesn't mean that you'll be the most famous on earth. Famous people have serious lacks. In all humility, that's why a number of them commit suicide. You'll be perfect. You'll be entire, lacking nothing. My brethren, count it all joy. We've, um, it's been preached several times. All over. I mean, check commentaries. Check decades and centuries of preaching, so you don't have a problem with this. To count it all joy means to consider it joy. To reckon it as joy. That simply tells you that it is not joyful. But count it all joy. Because that's the only way you can overcome what is being lacking or what is lacking now. And the only way you can overcome what that lack is sending or is trying to achieve in your life. Because when you lack, you lack. When you lack, there's a gap. When you lack, tendency is that you may not overcome it. Uh, and that may be a stagnation. But there's a way that whatever it is now will never stagnate you. 
count it all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Count it all joy. And I like the, the way the sentence is phrased. Typically God. You say, what do you mean typically God? This is when you fall. When you fall. When you fall into diverse trials. Two things from this. It's not your habit. It's not your character to be there. You are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. You are seated with Christ in the heavenly places far above. So that's not your place. For you to be found here now is because you fell. And what does that mean? You are cut off. Probably because of your own carelessness or probably because of the enemy's trap, you were cut off. You're just trapped. That's not you. And that's why anytime you find yourself in such a situation, you're walking through. No, you're passing through. And that's why no matter how grim, count it all. Because it is temporal. Hello. But why should I count it all joy? Because there's only one way other than joy. Become angry, sad, depressed, or even suicidal. They are only one family. The only way you can beat that, reckon it as joy. Let it produce a smile from within. You will smile through. It was Kenny Hagin that was preaching many years ago. He said one boy was asking the teacher or the pastor that how come we get scared sometimes when we when it's dark. See, and one bad thing is that when I when I'm coming back home from school or from work, he says I have to pass through the cemetery. He says, but uh, it's something that I have to do. But the setting is the same, and every day I I struggle with it. But see, when I begin to sing, I begin to get concentrated on the song I'm singing. And I wouldn't know when I would have passed through. He said, that's right. Keep on singing while you pass through. You just keep on singing. Keep on singing. If you're not singing, then you will be focusing on the issue. And that's why the Bible says, is any of you sick? Chapter 5. Pray. Are you cheerful? Sing. And of course, by the Holy Ghost, you concluded that it's either you are praying or you are singing. Either we see you through. More so, singing is the highest form of prayer. People don't know. So why won't I count to joy? The trial of your faith will get patience. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So this is what we're going to be looking at today. But to make it clearer to us, I want us to take the second lesson I want to read in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, familiar to us. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Are you ready? Because some things you will never see again in your life. In the name of Jesus. Are you so sure? I was told. I wrote them down. Unless I did. Some things you will never see again in your life. In Jesus' name. Uh, don't let me read the whole story. You know the whole story. How they were besieged by a confederacy of strong armies. Then in verse 3, and Jehoshaphat feared, 2 Chronicles 20, verse 3, and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the city of Judah, they came to seek the Lord, just like you are doing tonight. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Then he stated his case. On verse 7, are you not our God? Who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend, forever? So he continued. And what he has promised, verse 9, if disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry out to you and in affliction, and you will hear and say, 10, and now here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who you will not let Israel invade. Please follow me closely. When they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. Oh, our God. This is important. Before that. It's not painful, it's not disheartening, it's not discouraging if it's not a betrayal. So I'm here to ask one question tonight. Is anybody hurting in this place from a betrayal? I hope you understand what a betrayal is. The very hand that has fed you, that is feeding you, you are now beat against it to destroy. Is anybody feeling like that? That somebody did that to me and you are wondering, what did I do wrong? If only I knew I shouldn't have. I need to run. Today is your release. You have been badly disappointed. You are betrayed and it's eating you up. You weep to sleep. And little do you know that that's one of the things hindering your progress. See, you are justified, you are genuinely betrayed, and honest, amen. I know many of us, all of us have been betrayed, but there's somebody for whom this is a hindrance. After tonight, you will never remember it again. So you are the ones for whom we are saying, count it all joy. Think absolutely nothing of it. Hear it now. If God didn't give you the means 
to be of help to that person. Will you be betrayed? So the God that gave you that means, whether means or position in that person's life, to be that same God is not dead. Did you hear that, sister? Said the mother had died many years, then the father died, and the father was her only hope. I was like, God, is this how it's going to happen? Then God said, watch me. He said, now I know. So whatever that person meant to you, don't you think God is more? Will you now stop the process of God in your life because of a man or a woman? That's what bitterness does. And when it's not dealt with, it now tries to diminish you. That's when depression comes. That's when suicidal thoughts come. But there's a great future before you. Now receive your deliverance in Jesus' name. God brought that person, and because God will not want that person to take the glory over your life, so the person disappointed you. So that person is a blessing. That's why we say, count it as joy. You should be grateful that you are disappointed. Otherwise, you wouldn't know how God can do it. Now you are God's project. You are God's responsibility. And he will use men. He will use women. And sometimes he will just do it. Glory be to God in the highest. Receive your release right now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, count it all joy. So what made it more painful here? Number one, this is an attack. And what made it more painful? That when we should have wiped them out, we did not. God said, don't. We spared them. Now they are not sparing us. Hallelujah. But see, the good thing about Joshua was that he didn't stop there. He didn't say, ah, human beings. Ah, ah, human beings are terrible. He will say, you are terrible, they are terrible until the enemy is wiping out. Somebody, I said, release your breakthrough in the name of Jesus. He said, here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession which you have given us to inherit. Now listen to the next line. Oh, our God, we do not judge them for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do but our eyes are upon you. Now, look at what he's saying. Follow me closely. Yes, he graduated from, I'm going to die here because I've been disappointed. But yes, he was here to get to where God would like him to get to. He said, God, judge them. Amen. I will pray that kind of prayer too. Then he prayed one candid prayer. He said, look at the great multitude. God, you gave us this place. They've come to trouble. We don't have what it takes to withstand them. Talk less of stopping them. Okay. So, our eyes. You gave it to us in the first place. You will keep us. Aha. Uh-huh. 
if you don't take your eyes off the person that disappointed you, with which eyes will you see God? The mistake we make usually is this. Oh, substitute God with that person. You don't know. Because all you think is that person and what they've done. Despite and in spite of all you have done for them. See what they've done for me. They don't, don't, they don't give me enough. They've not done enough for me. I've slept myself. I've done myself. I did this for that man. I did this for that man. See what you know. He's back and left me alone. Is that why you should die? You had better started living. And let that man begin to regret that he left you. He's not your God. He can never be your God. Our eyes are on you. Then God answered, Wow. Is anyone sick? Pray. Afflicted? Pray. In a storm? Pray. And if you think that your prayer, or you are not stable enough to pray, call on the elders for an agreement. The effect of prayer of one righteous man will do a lot of wonders. I am confident of the miracles here today. I promise you in the name of Jesus. We are dealing with the good God, man. Yeah. Ever merciful. Ever faithful. So when he said, I can't handle them, help me. He answered. Follow me, see what he said. Now all you that with their little ones, and their wives, verse 13, and their children stood before the Lord. Then the Spirit, ever shout the Spirit of the Lord. Shout the Spirit of the Lord. I don't know who directly I'm, I'm talking to so many, but there's someone here today. If you don't live out anything, you, live it, you are living with this. The Spirit of the Lord. Ah, you felt vulnerable coming, believing. They say, I'm going with the Spirit. I feel the fire. I feel good. Ah, somebody in the next one week, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Favor will knock on your door. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not talking you happy. You know why it's coming? Because until now, you never expected that it will ever happen again. But it's a lie, in the name of Jesus. And let me now say this quickly to the other people on the other side. Don't you because you have God has used you to build or to lift somebody and they are misbehaving and they are betraying you. Don't because of that say, no, I'm stopping. I'm not going to help anybody. Hey! You are cutting yourself short. Anybody who is going to let them go. Thousands are still coming. For the unction of the Lord over your life When somewhere we keep on mourning over Saul. Say, how long will you be mourning over Saul? Leave him. So because some people disappointed you, so your ministry has been redefined. You had better continue to sow the seeds into people's lives like you have been sowing.
Sometimes you say, ah, why is everybody, why, 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 why? Eh? Let me tell you why. Because God has blessed you. And the question I want to ask, maybe you don't, you don't like to hear this, but it's good for you, it's good for us, so that we can mature, you know? If God will get them all looking up to me, I can only do the much that I know he gives me ability to do. I am sincere to myself and to him. Guess what? He will keep on giving me more. Because every seed will come with harvest. Even if they don't say thank you, even if they get it and let us spit in your face, God will still reward you. All this spit on Jesus' face, they didn't stop his reward. Count his own joy! The very ones who came to save were the same ones that said, crucify him! Twire! Slap him! The very one. Say, Father, forgive them. I feel the fire. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Jezekiah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jehaziel. When God starts to use you, they will remember your great-great-great-grandfather. <laughs> Somebody's best days are just beginning. In the name of Jesus. And he said in the prophecy, Listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid. I've come to tell you today, I don't care the nature of your problem, the nature of the affliction and the trial. Do not be afraid. He's going to teach him the process of counting to joy. Do not be afraid. Look up to God and do not be afraid. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid. Nor dismayed. Because of this great multitude, because of this great affliction, because of this great trouble, this great sickness, this great lack, this great fear, this great... I say, do not be afraid. In the name of Jesus. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need... The battle is not yours. You will not need to fight in this battle. I'm talking to someone here today in the name of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to impress you. Why should I impress you? I'm trying to impress him. But I know I have his attention. I'm talking to somebody here today. By tomorrow. In the name of Jesus, by tomorrow. Go against them. Now, look at this. You will not need to, the, the battle is not yours. You will not need to fight in this battle. But tomorrow, go again. The battle is not yours. You don't have to fight this battle. I'm looking at the presence of counting to joy. Eh? God. <laughs> My eyes are on you. I hear you. Do not be afraid. 
God is replying now. The battle is not yours. God is playing now. You don't need to fight in this battle. God is playing now. Tomorrow, go against them. So I'm not going to fight, but I'm going to go against them. That's where we make mistakes. When he says go against them, doesn't mean slap them. Let them, they are coming for battle, let them meet you ready. But you are not going to fight. I find the same pattern in many places in the Bible. When they were, when they were besieging trouble, address it, say, stand still. And when they say, move, actually, on the journey, come on, move. What? Tell them to go forward. Why will you change? Because there's battle. Go against them. But you know why? Because somebody, God, has spoken. I wrote the magic of my Bible. I said there was fear, there was, there was an attack, there were armies, and there was fear. Naturally, there was fear. And my God, help us, help us. Then God spoke. After God spoke, you know their state? Knowledge. They have knowledge. They know the end. But at that time, the enemy was still bragging. The enemy was still threatening. In the physical, they were still bragging. They were cooking their own. We are hearing all the war plates around. All around. And they were like, Whoa. But he says, no. So at that time, they were not shaking anymore. They were like, okay, yeah. They come, they are playing. And they harass. They were harassing them. Mm-hmm. They too begin to understand. Something has changed about them. What has changed? Knowledge. They knew that the battle would be won. But they were few. You may still, they may still be harassing you now. The Egyptians you see today, you will see no more. In the name of Jesus. Pastor, why are you talking? In fact, the threat was still coming. I hear you. While they were marching towards the sea and they were wondering, wouldn't the sea take us? The Egyptian was saying, hey, why do I come? Hey, and they were hearing the noise and everything. I said, ah. move forward. I'm talking to somebody here tonight. Look like all is lost. Thank God. You are under the sound of my voice this evening. You are coming back to testify. In the name of Jesus. I say you are returning to testify. It does not matter the size of your enemy. It does not not matter the, 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 the numbers of your enemy. You will return in the name of Jesus. It does not matter the ground they have seized. You will take it back. Hundred fold return. In the name of Jesus. What are we trying to understand? Count it all joy. How do you count it all joy? Because God says so. How do you count it all joy? Because He has promised you that He will never leave you forsake you. How do you count it all joy? Because ah, until the end of the age. So. Do not be afraid. Position yourself, verse 17. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them. For the Lord is with you. Response. Joseph bowed in worship. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. The fearful shaking and panicky now was hallelujah. Woo! 
Hey! Then the Levites and the children of the Quartites and of the children of the Quartites stood and praised the Lord God of Israel with timid, timid praise. <laughs> ah. Don't let social media sweep you away from Jesus. That's not the Bible. People's designs and opinions. Don't let anything take you away from the Word of God. He said, Get in there with the Word of God. Get in there with who you are. Nowadays, what, the, what Google has not said, you don't believe. Everything, you Google it. <laughs> when did Google take over the Bible from your hand? Your husband came home angry. See what happens when, when the husband comes home angry. Then they tell you that, oh, well, Maybe you are black and his wife so is a racist. And now you go to find my husband is a racist. He said, the devil just sold you a lie. Just gave you a battle, a lie battle that only God will deliver you from. This is the only truth. I'm not joking. It's the only truth. He bowed his head with his face to the ground and decided to praise. And what were they singing? With a loud voice. So early in the morning, they rose up to go. Now, my question here is this, for me. Did God tell them to praise? They responded to the word they heard. Watch this. They came in fear. After he spoke, they responded with worship and praises. Then the following day, God said, tomorrow. Then tomorrow they were coming. Guess what? God didn't tell them, praise me. He didn't tell Paul and Silas in the prison, praise me. They decided to praise him. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is there. And what activated it? The word of God. God has spoken. In spite of what I say, but God has spoken. And so they started praising God. You know what I discovered? In many places in the Bible, when they begin to praise God, He uses the weapons of the enemy to kill the enemy. All the time. All the time. All the time. So how do you count it all joy? Trust Him. Praise Him. Worship Him. Thank Him. You know what I realize? Joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Because the Bible says so. Now my question is this. Is it the fruit of just the Holy Spirit outside you? No. It's the fruit of the Spirit through your human spirit. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of you? Otherwise, as well, the fruit of the Spirit and the fruit of the flesh. So it's you. You that are born again. You are the one that has the capacity for the fruits. 
of the spirit and of the flesh. So what is praise? What is worship? Articulation of joy. Can I say it again? It is the language of joy. If you want to hear joy, you hear people thanking, praising, worshiping, then you know that is joy. What is the demonstration of joy? Leaping, clapping, shouting, dancing. If you have joy, you will know. Pastor, are you now saying that when everything looks gloomy, I should be dancing? That's right. Come on, Pastor, think about it yourself. I'm sad. Things are good. I'm hurt. And you're telling me to dance? That's why it is fruit of the Spirit. Everything of the Spirit, that fruit or gift, they are only manifested by faith. Nothing else. And what is faith? It doesn't look like it. But I know it. Hey, <laughs> you are mad. You shall see. We will know who is mad in the next few minutes. I was preaching so well. I said, if you don't feel like it, fake it. They said, hey. Then they started laughing. Then they laughed. I said, it's true. Oh, what do you think is the perspective of the world when you're expressing faith? You are fake. But from God's perspective, you are real. And you're about to take over. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it is the will of the spirit is difficult for the flesh. But because you're of the spirit, then come on. Let it out. Let it out. Against those circumstances, you see God moving and take over. You see yourself. You are the one trying to let it out. You see it carry you. And you see the whole world begin to adore your God. The devil's fleeing in every direction. Count it all. Did Joseph had to win? He didn't cast a stone. God finished them. God enriched them. They came back to have a praise party. Everywhere in the Bible. Paul and Silas, they, they blocked them into prison. By the time the jailer woke up, he took his own sword to kill himself. The sword was used to guard them. He said, don't try that. So the prisoners became the warder. I'm talking to somebody here today. Remember the way you came in this evening? This time next week, testimonies. In the name of Jesus! But remember, you won't fight a battle, but you have to go against them. So there's a role for you to play. Count it all. 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 How did the joy get into your spirit, man? Simple. His love has been shed abroad into our heart. How? By the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, they are in the same category. Is it? The day he was shedding love, he shed joy, he shed peace. He shed... I'm a gentle man. I'm a peaceful man. 
I'm a loving character. I'm a kind person. I'm a joyful man. You? I'm declaring who I am. After all, you believe with the heart and you say with your mouth. Is somebody following me? So you may not jump on you immediately, but you are going to start to try. The more you do, the more you become. In the kingdom, there is what we call the law of use. Those who try, perfect it. Shall we rise? Entire, perfect, lacking nothing. He just said to me now, he said, you will get into, you will get into your tabernacle. You will look into it. There will be nothing missing. Nothing broken. In the name of Jesus. They thought they had sealed Jehoshaphat in. They thought it was the end of Jehoshaphat. But hear me. If God has not invested in a place, the devil is never interested. That's why you should be joyful. And when they think they have sealed the door, it's an unusual opening for you. In the name of Jesus. It says, though your strength was small. What did he say? He said, we don't have what it takes to face them. There was an unusual opening. You will return in the name of Jesus. The second thing, you have been in the, in the fiercest of battles. For some, you've seen the battles this year that you've never seen in your life. Some physically. Some in your sleep. You're like, what is this? And it will be like, you are almost going God. It's like, you're almost, yeah, yeah. Next time you see it, they will all be falling down. In the name of Jesus! We are overcomers through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Somebody shout, the blood of Jesus! Shout it again. Blood of one more time. Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Glory be to God in the highest. So shall it be. His joy will never stop in your life. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.